Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to the From the Finney podcast with me, Jake, me, Ollie and me, Dan. In this week's episode, the last before the international break and we have a week off, uh, we're going to look back at the Huddersfield game and much more. Yeah, enjoy. We're good? Yeah, Smashing. Good. Another good uh, home result yesterday. Keeps us unbeaten at home and obviously in touch at the top of the league. Yeah. yeah. Very good weekend all round. Yeah, very. Yeah, good. absolutely fantastic. Good. What about yours? Um, it took a bit of a downturn yesterday afternoon. Mm. <laughs> on the football, yeah. but because of the football. Yeah. Let's just say the chicken wings at Wings and Beer didn't go down too well. Yeah, this is not a reverse sponsor. No. Well, I mean, if they want to sponsor us and anyone's listening, by all means, get in touch. In fact, just on that, if anyone listening does want to sponsor us, um, from the finney at gmail.com, we can sort some out. Um, yeah, that was uh, an unexpected. That was absolutely, that was well, seamless. I know. Well, fantastic weekend, fantastic football club, fantastic win, fantastic manager. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Alex Neal's second best manager in, in the league. Yeah, best British manager in the league for me. And what he said last night as well, did you see it on Quest? Yep. Yeah, it's brilliant. I love that quote. I, would, favorite, yeah. I thought the club might have done something like that, but he's done it on Quest and that was nice to hear. Yeah, Colin Murray asking the questions. Yeah, yeah. top guy Colin Murray, isn't he? Yeah, top, top, top guy. Colin Murray, someone that might be on a From the Finney podcast near you soon. Just yeah. saying. Very good. Um, anyway, yeah. Dro- name dropping there. Well, you got it when you can, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, good Good three points at home yesterday. It was comfortable, largely, for the most part. Um, yeah, for the first 70, 75 minutes, definitely. Yeah, it's just a good way to go into the international break, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, more comfortable than I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah. considering their run of late. Mm. I'd say it's probably the toughest game we've had like over this period of games. What Huddersfield? Well, I, I mean, like I thought it would be the toughest game. Oh like, right, they, T- toughest, yeah, toughest yeah. prospect. Yeah, yeah, because they were unbeaten in seven, I think. Yeah, Obviously, I think um, Josh said in his, um, or maybe it was you in the ratings piece, Dan, or either you in the ratings piece or Josh in the five things said that it was on paper looked a, poten- a potential, fucking hell, a potential banana skin. Yeah. No well, one's yeah. ever slipped over a banana skin. How do you know? Just a myth, innit? But yeah, I see what he, I think they were unbeaten in seven, weren't they? So obviously, but I think yesterday just showed like just how experienced we are at this level. Really, I've said it a lot in recent weeks, but I just keep thinking it. 
Yeah, no, I, th- I agree. Especially uh, when you consider some of the players we're playing against, some good players. Oh. Terence Congolai specifically was meant to be the next big thing, wasn't he, at one point? Yeah, he was playing left-back for some reason yesterday. He's mm. more of a centre-back, but yeah. Bakuna, I thought Bakuna's a good player as well, he scored their goal. Janino Bakuna. Yeah, yeah, a little bit petulant, but... Who is and, uh, these days, though, really? And obviously, Kachunga and Colin Ahern Grant, good players as well. I'll tell you what, though. That is a strong name. Elias Kachunga. Yeah. It's a good name. Yeah. He did nothing yesterday. No, he didn't. Nothing. I was no, terrified. didn't do I was, anything. I was, I was terrified of him. Yeah. He's I a, thought Fraser Campbell might have started as well, but obviously... He's the sort of name that does damage to us. Well, I think he scored against us when they beat us in their promotion season. At yeah. their place. Precisely. Yeah, when McGeady scored the first. Mm. Well, yeah. I think the early goal, I think Alan Brown might have said it, the early goal was crucial yesterday. Mm. Yeah. Because they, probably, they would have looked to have frustrated us, but obviously, what was it, five minutes? Fourth minute, I think it was. Four minutes, yeah. Mm. And uh, I was looking before, we've scored five goals in the first 15 minutes this season, which is more than any other team. Yeah, we, we had a similar decent so, run last season. As we well, like, especially... Uh, for the opening 50. Yeah, I think story. last season, yeah, I don't, we, we didn't concede in the last in the first 15 minutes until like the third to last game or something that, last that season. That was it, yeah. Yeah, so we like to start, especially at deep there, we like to start quick. Mm. We, uh, we, said, we said ourselves recently that um, we had to begin starting games a little bit quicker than we had been in the last few weeks. Yeah, um, to be honest, you can't really ask for much quicker than four minutes. No. Um, but yeah, a, a feature as well has been. I'm not sure if you've noticed, but whenever we get the kickoff, we don't even look to hit a play. We just hit to like it's like a rugby thing, like yeah, go out for a throw in very deep in their half and then play yeah, from there. It moves yeah. us up pitch, doesn't it? Yeah, don't even try to keep the ball, and then from there we normally get like a quick corner or a quick free kick. Yeah, but, it's a good tactic. Yeah, it's clearly clearly a strategy. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think. It's one of them that, on paper, you look at, and like we mentioned a minute ago, um, you look at it as potentially an upset. But I think it's been a, um, uh, like a signature of us this season. In the previous seasons, games like that would have probably been more likely to have come unstuck. Mm. But it's something that we just seem to have sort of gotten the better of if you will this season and so far I mean you can point to it maybe a handful of games is like the Reading game um maybe not Swansea because they're still up there now but Millwall and Reading definitely I think were two that on paper you would have said banana skins and obviously we've not come out on the right side of them but there's been other games since that I think we're starting to turn that around a bit now yeah I think the reaction for me since the Reading game has made me a lot more confident of how good yeah. we actually are. Yeah. It's, it's so I think we've the... won... Sorry, go on. I'll just... I think... Is it one draw and three wins since the Reading game? Yeah. So, 10 points from 12. In, and they've all been tough games, to be fair. Yeah. So it's um, emblematic of how we've progressed as a club, really. We've been saying the team looks a lot more mature and those are the sorts of games that we're really starting to come out the right side of more often. Yeah. Especially yesterday when you consider... No Pearson, no DJ. Arguably two of our best performers this year yeah. so far as well. 
<clears throat> exactly. So if you take two of the three out of midfield and then just shows that we got, got that's the best area of the pitch for depth in it because Legend yeah. did okay. Legend was was fine and Gally it, came. Yeah, in. he was nothing special, but he just did what he needed to do. Um, but I think that moves us nicely onto the next point, which is just simply Paul Gallagher. He was brilliant. Um, we mentioned how DJ could potentially prove to be a big mess. Yeah. But Gally's come in <laughs> yesterday and he was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, he, he kind of kind of got an assist with the free kick off the post. Yeah, I think we'll count it, won't we? Um, yeah, we definitely will. I'm not sure Statistic- statisticians will, but fuck them. Um, and obviously he scored in the pen. And yeah. he had a hand in the uh, build-up for Alan Brown's goal as well. So I think overall, yeah. key performance yeah, I think, for a key player. I think so. Yeah, I think certain games are going to suit him a lot this season because they sat off us. They didn't really press that much and he had a lot of time on the ball. It's bizarre, because even at 2-0 even at down, I thought, are they going to start coming at us a bit now? And mm. that, that'll suit us. And I think the only yeah. time they really did was when um, Barky picked off that Trevor Shalaba pass. Yeah. Squared mm. it back across and Stockley had that effort on the half volley that went just wide. Yeah. yeah. Other than Obviously- that, I don't really remember them coming out until later on in the game yeah when they changed shape last 20 yeah but yeah Gally controlled the game completely had a few few good set pieces as it was usual a vintage performance from him it's yeah something we've seen throughout his time he's not I, I can't see a time where we don't get a performance like that from him at some point during the season mm-hmm. yeah and, yeah. and even, oh, yeah. I'd say that it's more likely to be numerous performances like that mm-hmm. um and to, to be honest, at this rate, I can see him getting another year. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I think he's already started coaching the under-16s. Yeah, I know um, uh, Tom Clark's involved as well, isn't he, with the coaching? So. Yeah, so even if he... I think he will get another year, but even if he didn't, I think he'll be still kept at the club if he wants to. He, he must. He, he, it, it's got to be paramount for those above to keep him at the club. Yeah, I don't think they're daft, are they? I think... I think all parties will want want to sort something out. Mm. But yeah, he's got judging. Well, obviously, certain games don't suit him. Obviously, the Blackburn game didn't suit him. Um, there's been a few others like Reading got overrun against Reading as well. But yeah, but he's I think 35. The Charlton game as well. Neil obviously didn't fancy him getting yeah. involved in the start, but obviously with DJ's injury, was kind of at his hand forced. Yeah, but he's he's been well managed mm. at, at his age, and he's still. Best player on the pitch, obviously, yesterday. Well, yeah. I thought it was, so... Oh. Emphatic penalty as well. Yeah, very emphatic. Straight down the middle. Yeah. And but, that's just from what I've seen of replays, because I missed yeah. it. Yeah. Well, how come you missed it? <laughs> um, I was preoccupied. <laughs> as yeah, I said. Yeah. Occupied being the, uh, being the key word. Yeah, as I said, the uh, chicken wings weren't... Didn't go down too well. Yeah. I uh, I missed the penalty too, I thought, as I, as I mentioned, just because it's a bit of a ritual of mine to turn my back on a penalty. When I'm there. That. I don't know how you can do that. It's just no, I I could never. It's just a weird superstition I picked up. I always turn me back. I think some managers do it. Some yeah. managers do it as well. Yeah, I can't remember. But, it. I remember watching some on TV. Obviously, I think, football. I mean, obviously, like I know it. I know it's bollocks, but like imagine the first one I. 
Carry well, on. just think, just imagine, all you're doing is watching some ugly bloke behind you for his reaction, as opposed to watching a beautiful penalty being struck by Paul Gallagher. I tend to look to the back of the stand, because people find it weird if I make eye contact for some reason. Fair enough. <laughs> I think, uh, also, Gally coming in yesterday was, I think it was probably Alan Brown's best performance as well, of the season. In his, more, in his more natural position, which was no coincidence. So, obviously, when... You'd expect DJ to be fit for the next game, so there's a bit of a decision to be made there. Because um, they're both more effective further forward. Yeah. Well, it's a decision for the manager, isn't it? Yeah. But, oh, yeah, good options in there. I think Brown started... Uh, sorry, I think when DJ started, we've started with a more mobile striker. Yeah. He's... Brown's good at playing off the scraps, isn't he, from, like... Yeah, DJ's, DJ's got an eye for threading a pass, hasn't he? Yeah, so depending on how he wants to go at Derby. I can see Stockley being on the bench at Derby because I think we'll press quite high. But we'll have to wait and see. Barky or Nugent up top again. Yeah, something like that. Obviously, we've got three games in a week. Mm. Big week, that. Big, big week. Massive. Um, Season-defining, I'd go so far as to say. Maybe not that. I won't say that. Maybe not defining, but outlining. Perhaps. I just think it's it's just important with the time of year as well. Like games are starting to come thick and fast now in the run up to Christmas and New Year. And mm. again, to come out of that little block with I don't know, maybe seven points from nine or or even all nine. Mm. Um, you know, I think that would be a real signal of intent, especially yeah. considering that we'll be playing West Brom as well. Yeah, I was going to say. I think obviously that's the big one, isn't it? That'd be. Yeah. Interesting to see where we are. I'd be happy with five points from the next three games, to be honest. Maybe it's a little unambitious, in fact, but... I probably would as well, Dan. Yeah, I think, to be honest, I would. I'd take, take a win at Hull and draws with West Brom and Derby. They're all tough games, though, because mm. Derby have won the last four home games. Uh, we're always awful away at Pride Park as well. Yeah. Hull are playing quite well, and obviously West Brom, top of the league, so... Yeah. be a good, good week to kick things back off after a two-week break. On TV as well against West Brom. Which suits you if you can't get there? It does suit me indeed, because I can't get there. Well, yeah. So, yeah. Was in, thanks. Still, at least thanks, you get to take it in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think just one thing that's worth mentioning is in the last two games now, we've picked up nine yellow cards. Um Fisher's on seven already, and he's get he's picking them up at a pretty fair rate. I think he's just under one of one every two games at the minute. Mm. Um, I think Stockley's on three or four, and I th- I would say, and it's again something we've mentioned before, but he just comes across sometimes as a right moany bastard. I've got to say though, he got booked for absolutely nothing yesterday. Yeah, he did. I'd give him that, but the previous ones, they 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 might not have necessarily been for dissent, but he doesn't do himself any favours. Mm. Uh, and I think with how well he's done in the last two and a bit games, he need it's something that he, I suppose, maybe cut him a bit of slack because we've been saying the same about Pearson for the last what three seasons, and he's only just started to do it. Well, um, I think. But I don't know if it's a feature of our strikers. Yeah, Hugel was the same and Garner was the same. Mm. So, something we're used to with our strikers. I don't think Stockley's as aggressive. No, he's just not. a bit. 
I think the, I think the problem with Stockley is he's the type of striker that's going to draw a lot of fouls from defenders. Mm. But you'd think he'd know that because he's been that sort of striker for his whole career. Yeah. Admitted, ad- admittedly in the lower leagues, but it's something that I'd, I'd quite like him to be more uh, receptive to in terms of the way he's treated by mm. defenders. Yeah, he's, he's, he seems to be appalled every time. But I mean, you just you just get on with it because it's always going to happen if you're a exactly six three. I don't really five. notice that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. What is the most... biggest concern for me is Fisher. Yeah, I'm not I'm not really noticed it. The biggest concern for me is Fisher because everyone goes on about Pearson. Fisher I think Pearson Pearson's only obviously just picked up his fifth, but Fisher every week could have to could be booked twice every week. Yeah, definitely. Yesterday, could. Uh, I don't I don't think you two saw it, but yesterday he had his his arms were very high. Well, yeah, from what yeah. you said, he was lucky. Um... Lucky not to have been sent yeah, off. Yeah, just and Alan Brown had to push him down the tunnel at half time as well. <laughs> I don't know if you saw, because he was just mouthing no, off. It just reminds me of Pearson kicking off about something last season and Brown doing the same thing then, just shoving him Alan away. Alan Brown, Alan Brown's very diplomatic. He's a yeah. good player like that. He's, he does. He's a, he's a hero. He's just a nice bloke, in Alan Brown. But yeah. um, in every which way, it's important but, to have someone like that in the team yeah. at one time. Because I mean, Gally, Gally was um, quite. I think quite instrumental in Fisher not getting himself sent off. Yeah. With the referee. Yeah, Gally's got a good way with the refs as well. Yeah. He's, he's got that respect though, hasn't he? I think yeah. everyone knows who Paul Gallagher is. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I can't remember who else got booked. Obviously, Ledson could have been sent off, I thought, as well. Yeah, I've still not seen that back. And I might get some stick for this, but from where I was sat, it didn't look like he caught the player. Well, the player's got a, player's got a bad knee injury. So, but it, it could have just been the way it landed. Yeah, no, I mean, it was an impact. We, we we saw from Andre Gomez that it doesn't need to be a nec- it doesn't necessarily need to be a very bad foul for a player to get injured from it. But I, I don't thought, know. all I'm saying is it could have been a red. I thought, but yeah, I mean, his it, it, his foot was high, and there's situations where you've seen players sent off. But my mm. I, my immediate thought wasn't I wasn't immediately worried like I am in a lot of red cards. It's my, I mean, obviously, you know, as a football fan. You know when something could lead to a red card. Yeah, yeah. Was... I was a little bit like that. I was a little bit worried. No, yeah. it wasn't my my uh, immediate thing. There was a moment actually just down right in front of me in the second half where uh, a Huddersfield player absolutely cracked. Uh, oh yeah, cracked into Alan Brown's shin pad, and you heard it. And I was like, oh, that could have been nasty if it'd gone down, but he didn't go down. Thank God. Yeah. Who else? Who else got? Obviously, we had a few at Charlton, didn't we? In the last sort of ten, fifteen minutes, mm. Barky got booked, and then I think yeah. maybe Galley, and then a couple of others. But yeah. I Jim, will, I will just say the referee at Charlton was very quick to go to his pocket. Yes, yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously, like some things for both, like um, Pearson's, if it was dissent, I mean, obviously, it's justifiable. Rudd, Barky, Stockley, Rudd was booked Pearson, as well. Fisher all got booked at yeah. Charlton. Yeah, and then he, a lot of them are late in the game. A lot of them are late in the game for just being absolute shit houses. So. Yeah, Shawnee got booked yesterday. Um, Stockley yeah. got booked again yesterday. Fisher. Shawnee's booking yesterday was very bizarre. Ledson. That was another one to do with dissent, wasn't it? Because he just stood there. I don't remember Shawnee again. But... The player. Do you know when a player stops a quick free kick? Yeah, he stopped a quick free kick, didn't he? He just ah. stood there. The player kicked the ball at him. 
was very unnecessary. Cheap one though, that it's one of them that he could. One of those ones that'll annoy Neil. Yeah, but flip it around. It's one of them that if you, if you're quick from an opposition point of view, you can identify a, a situation that you can get a cheap a player booked cheaply if you're smart. Yeah, about that's it. what it was. You just kick the ball at him. That's literally all yeah. it was. Well, I don't. I think we're hor- Yeah, I think there. Danny Cowley said he's been a manager for 13 years, and that was one of the few times that they've been out for on the pitch. And I think we're just a horrible team to play against, aren't we? So when you've got a manager saying that, you know, you're just a horrible team. But we can play football as well. So we've got a good balance. Yeah, I, I think... I've, it's, it's, it's like there's been a few times this season that managers have come out after games and said, kind of like, they've kind of given us like backhanded compliments, if you will. In terms of... Well, Bowie last, uh, at Charlton last week, he had kind of... He was kind of praising us, kind of not in a like through gritted teeth sort of way. Mm. Uh, Carly's comments, a uh, uh, sort of again, he's kind of doing it through gritted teeth, but he's kind of praising us in a sort of roundabout mm. way. Um, and I think that again is I just think... an example of how we've sort of matured and grown as a as a team. The only person, the only manager, I think, in the league who's given us genuine credit was Bielsa before their game. He loves us, though, doesn't he? Yeah, he said, and I don't know where we were in the league. Around, we're probably just about top six when we played Leeds. Uh, I think but he said one. Of, he said we were top four or top five. Mm. Were we? It was just after Reading defeat, weren't it? But yeah, because when we he, went one nil up against Leeds for that ten minutes or whatever it was, we were top of the league. Were we? Yeah, uh, he said we're one of the better teams in the league off the ball as well. I think we're still at the stage where we're surprising a few teams. Yeah, which is which I don't know why because we've been off the ball. We've been like that for two seasons. But mm. yeah. yeah, I think teams obviously on Quest last night. I know it doesn't mean much, but they were talking highly about us on there. Yeah. So teams are starting. Well, uh, media starting to pick up on it. Yeah. But, <laughs> What, time, you'd say. What, what I love about um, people noticing how, how good we are, really, in some ways, is how rattled it's got the entirety of the championship. Oh, it's hilarious. In terms of the fan base, it's brilliant. Yeah, Huddersfield were one of the worst sets of fans I've seen for that yesterday. Yeah. Considering the numbers as well. Yeah, it's awful. They barely made a noise. Well, we'll and then keep... gave us a load of shit when the attendance was announced. I'm sure their ground only holds about... 5,000 people anyway. They're one of the examples of a club who's been in the Prem and it's just gone to their head. Yeah. They need to remember what they were before that. Similar sized club to us, really. Yeah. I'd argue. But they've got smaller. Probably a bit smaller. Similar size, though. Well, they, they, were, they were always in League One when I was growing up. Always. They, yeah. They, yeah. There for a long time. A few yeah. of their players were like that as well, I think. Yeah. But I still think they'll do all right. I think they're a decent side. Better mm. than they showed yesterday. But teams teams don't play well against us because we're just hard to play against. So Yeah. Simple so, as that, isn't it? Simple as that, really. Yeah. That's all I'd say about that. Also, I would say they missed their best player yesterday, Jonathan Hogg. So, yeah, suspended. It, yeah. Def- it definitely gave us the midfield, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely controlled the midfield. Um, Brewbake, lads. Yeah, sounds good. Sound. Yeah. Sweet. 
Another mint tea, Ollie. No, I'm on the normal tea tonight, boys. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice one. Right. I'll see you in part two, boys. Yeah. Hi, I'm Neil Meller, and you're listening to From the Finney podcast. Welcome back to part two of the From the Finney podcast. Uh, in this part, we're going to talk about um, links to keepers in the past few weeks. Um, perhaps surprisingly to some of you, we've got a bit more praise for Jaden Stockley. And we'll end by looking ahead to the games after the international break. So, yeah, the goalkeeping situation. Um there's been quite a bit in the press recently about Declan Rudd mm. uh, linked to Rangers. Then yeah. um, talks that we're meeting with his agent to discuss a new contract. Um, there's been constant links, I think, since probably toward the end of last season with other keepers. And then obviously all the way through the summer. Yeah. And even now we're still being linked to a few. We'll come on to that in a bit. But it it would seem odd unless the club... Are, sorry, it would seem odd that we're in discussions with Rudd over a new contract unless that is purely just the club trying to cover their back and get a bit of money flooring. Um, I don't think we'd... Uh, I don't know. I think we are in talks. Well, by all accounts we are. But, yeah. But in summer, we tried to sign Muric, didn't we? So it's a yeah. bit of an awkward one. I don't this, really understand. This is what, what I mean. It's, it's been no secret that we've been looking for a keeper for a long time. Yeah, and I, I, I'm pretty sure, well, I've been told that we're looking for a keeper in Jan. So obviously the links um, are not just... Well, there was, there was the mention of the lad from Chef Wednesday, um, mm. whatever his name was, I can't remember. Yeah, Dawson. Um, whether there's anything in that or not, who knows? Um, but it it's been it's it's in the press. It's there. So the club are obviously looking, like you said, Ollie, at bringing a keeper in. Um, yeah. I just yeah, uh, we mentioned it last week. I think it's it's a situation for me that if Rudd stays and we bring someone else in. Mm. It's a situation that Alex Neil has to handle carefully. Yeah. Uh, um, it, it, it's, it is a very awkward situation, actually. He hasn't been the most delicate in his handling of Declan Rudd before, has he? No. no. Or keepers in general, really. Or, yeah, general, keepers in general. I will, I will say about Rudd, um, again, yesterday, uh, his attempt to keep the goal out was questionable. Uh, although it did... It did take it did take a deflection. Yeah, you, you could say it was cold and he was standing around not doing very much, which might be why he was a little bit slow to go down. Thought, you can't really you can't uh, you can't defend a keeper with that because you I know mean, also, teams also, like Barcelona also, or Man City, their their keepers more often than not would have. Don't talk to me it. about Man City keepers today. But <laughs> to but be fair, I if, think if you bring a keeper in at a club like that, yeah. and it, to me it should be the same across the board. Yeah. If your team's dominating and your keeper has one thing to do in a game, that's his job. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I was, I was, I was just playing devil's advocate, really. It was, I mean, his. Yeah, no, I know, I know. His, his wrist was, uh, in my opinion, far too weak. He didn't. He should have kept think, it out. Yeah, I think he, I had he, a different. He didn't touch on it. He didn't get anything on it. He, he did. did. Did he? Yeah. yeah. He, he got most of a hand to it. It was just. No, but I, I, I knew something weird had happened at the time because I knew it because I can see it from behind the goal. You two were at the side, so you had a slightly different angle, but. I thought it took a deflection off Bauer. Oh, one yeah. second. I've got the highlights up here. It did take a little nick, but I mean... You, you, I don't think you, you yesterday... It, really. I think maybe he could have saved it, but I, that's not an issue for me yesterday. Like, I mean, well, I mean, for, for me, for me, splits the responsibility 35-65 with Raf. Raf was... Um, I think there was a lot of things up to that. Maguire got beat on the one too far too easy. Rafferty overcommitted himself. Yeah. Uh, and then Ben Davis should have come out and pressed the ball a lot earlier than he did. So there was a lot of problems with that goal, and then obviously it t- takes a nick off Bauer. So yeah. it was a dreadful goal. It shook us for a few minutes as well. Yeah, I don't, I don't really. I think there's more issues there than whatever Rudd did or didn't do. But just as a more general point, Rudd just, I don't, I can't actually recall any yesterday. But from corners, he just flaps and he's just got no confidence. Mm. And it's clear that Neil does want another keeper. And people will say, well, we're second in the league and all that. So you well, can't be doing that bad. But, as I've said, that's that's in spite of Declan Rudd, not because yeah. of him. Yeah. I mean, I'm playing devil's advocate again, but yesterday uh, Rudd was a little bit quicker to come out. I mean, there was that situation at Charlton where he let Donnell nod it out for a corner when he should have come and claimed the ball. There was one at Rovers as well, at yeah. home against Rovers, sorry. Yeah. And there, there, there was a few yesterday where he came out and cleared or he came out and picked it up on the edge of his box where he looked a little bit more decisive but I mean it's clutching at straws really and it's too little too late yeah, yeah I was just going to say it's too little too late isn't it yeah generally I think he has been better than last season yeah yes yeah, so you can't deny that well or... it'd be it'd be hard for him to have a worse season than he had last year in my opinion yeah very difficult unless well, as Jake tight. says it's just that that situation is just a bit of a risk in January as well um, but it's clear that they probably will bring the keeper in I think the the other situation is what's going to happen with Ripley, because mm. everyone's seems to be forgetting that we signed him for money, decent and, money as well. Yeah, and again, it goes back to what Dan says about not being very sensitive with the keepers. We yeah. signed him; He's, he never really became first choice at any point last season. I don't no, think. No, he never took any opportunities, did he? Um, and obviously he's not played this season, so in the league. So I don't know. I'm not sure what's going to happen there because he said he moved here to get a run of games as a first mm. choice. That's why. I he mean, he has those. had two injuries as well. Let's not forget that. Mm. But, yeah. it, it looked in pre-season like he was going to be the starting keeper this year because he played the two games against the two Premier League teams, didn't he? Or at least he started them. And I, and I thought that's. I thought that was probably a sign that he was going to be put into the scene for the start but then yeah I vaguely remember thinking that but he had that shocker against Southampton at Deepdale which was just yeah yeah it's it's a, it's a tough one isn't it but the biggest thing is that the two players in front of the keeper are what's are why we're doing so well yeah yeah so I don't as long think as anyone can disagree with that to be honest so, yeah so as long as they stay as a partnership I think they'll mask over any deficiencies that our keeper might have but obviously, you need to always try and improve. But we've, we've, I hate going over old ground, but we've said it before. 
the the Millwall and the Reading games as two examples, you got decent contact on the ball in both those situations, and still uh, conceded. Again, for the for the Reading game being there, I would say that marking was a bigger issue. Yeah, remember. but it, just by the by, like yeah. Yeah. overall, our marking's I mean, we're, good. We're, we're, talk, we're talking about specifically the goalkeeping side of it. Yeah. yeah. Overall, think, our, for the most part this season, our marking's been good. Yeah, it's 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 why I brought up the goal yesterday. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, is by far it wasn't by far the worst mistake he's made for us, and it probably won't be the worst mistake he'll make until January. Well, but, he's going to have a hard time making a worse mistake than that one away at Birmingham last year. Yeah, but um, but I, I brought it up yesterday because I mean there were problems outfield, but it's the problems that he specifically as our last line of defence I, mm. I suppose the point we're making is that he can't be relied upon if the outfield doesn't do its job which is mm. what a goalkeeper needs to do yeah well there's no doubt about that yeah well yeah. I mean we've in the past we've looked to Premier League players um, to come in on loan and yeah. mm. decent for that yeah especially in the keeping department obviously yeah. Jordan Pickford, Sam Johnston, big big example, and then yeah, Sam Johnston. Um, I mean, Declan Rudd when we first got him in League One did a job, but uh, yeah. well, he did more than a job. I'd say he yeah. was he was very good for us in League well, One. Well, I, I was I was down the bottom of the town in the last game of the season, singing sign on Declan. But um, yeah, I wanted to sign as well, and I was buzzing when he came back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean. You know, there's, there's plenty of Premier League sides out there that have got, as as was the case in the summer when we were after Murich, that have got, you would imagine, good enough quality um, young goalkeepers that we can look at bringing in. And obviously something that Neil has sort of gone over quite a bit in the past is bringing in players with experience. Um, players who've been around the Football League. Yeah, and there's there's one lad who I think is he on loan from United at Burton? Um, yeah, he's, that he's, O'Hara or something. Yeah, he's O'Hara. one that I think he was at Macclesfield the season before last. Yeah. He would tick the experience box. Spent quite a lot um, time at Orkham as well. But, it reminds me of the 2014-15 season when I think Stuckman was in that for the first half of the season. Yeah. Mm. And, and then we went out saying he's good enough. Why have we brought another keeper in? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think we're we're about second or third, I think, at the time. And then we went and signed Sam Johnson, who was on loan at Doncaster. Cancelled his loan. Obviously came to us. So mm. you could see something like that potentially happen with someone like O'Hara. Yeah, it's, it's a possibility. And then obviously there's people like um, Dahlberg, who we've mentioned at Watford. Sure. What? Not sure how tall he is. I don't know. I'll, I'll look. Um but yeah, there's people like Dahlberg at Watford, young lad, young Swedish keeper. Um, who else is there? Obviously, we tried to sign Mullerich in summer, but there's Grimshaw at Man City as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, like I mentioned, there's that lad at Wednesday that we've been linked with, whether there's anything in it or not. Mm. God only knows, but... There's nothing in it. Well. He's 6'2", six, he's six Kieran O'Hara. Right. <clears throat> Don't really make, it, make a difference for a keeper these days. Pickford's not yeah. at all. Pick, Pickford's a special yeah, player. Uh, you, you want your keeper to be at not least. Something, not something that bothers me, really. 
Uh, yeah, so uh, as we mentioned, it, it's it's a situation that I think Neil has to get right, considering yeah. the position we're in at the minute. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's any doubt that Declan is um, a big character or a, a big part of the dressing room. He's been here for a long time. Obviously, gets on well with all the players. So. Yeah, what I'd say, if you're bringing a keeper in January, now it has to be, it can't just be another one of them keepers like Ripley or someone who's had a good spell at a lower league, but there's no guarantee they're going to be much better than Rudd. Yeah. It has to be someone with absolute quality. It's like I said in the summer, there's no point making a sign-in that you think is going to have a chance of making you better. When, when you're in a position that we're in, I think you make a well. I mean, no signings safe, guaranteed, but you make a safe by comparison signing. Yeah, that you know is going to improve you. You try yeah. and have as many of the odds in your favour as you possibly can. Yeah, yeah. So it so especially with the keeper situation, that is that is what the risk would be. Yeah. Because then, well, you we've said it before. Be and there's, there's two two positions that we need to strengthen, and it needs to be quality. Proven quality, and that's at the top end of the pitch and the bottom end of the pitch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, our, talking our, of... middle, our middle and our core, specifically our the core of our team is up there with the best in the league. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Not uh, just not just in the table. But yeah, talking of the top end of the pitch, um, might come as a shock to some people, but. Well done, Jaden. Yeah, absolutely. Did did well again yesterday. Um, I think yesterday showed that he's got his limits um, in terms of how we play. Mm, I mean, I I don't know how much I'd agree with that. Really, um, I sp- if you have a if you play with one striker, particularly, you're gonna adapt your game to suit them a little bit more. I mean, it's usually his technical ability that limits us, so I didn't think he limited us yesterday. No, I disagree with that. I, I, don't uh, think, yeah. I, I think it's his physicality that limits us. Yeah, that, that was where I was going. There was, there was numerous times in the second half before he came off that... Mobility. If, if, yeah, if we'd have had someone like Shawnee or Barky up there, he, he just couldn't get anywhere near the defender or the ball to trouble Well, that's him. not an issue now, like... When we play how we play, we said it. At, we've said it since the start. There'll be certain games that suit how we play. Yesterday we got it wide across it into the box. Yeah, no, I'm so not, you I'm don't not really... saying that. But but there was times where the, there was balls played through or over the top, mm. looking for him. Yeah, and, that's you know that's what you're gonna get though now. Don't and you? it's just so... he's nowhere near quick enough. This is what I mean. Yeah. He still has his limitations. Yeah, but what, not, what, I'm not knocking yeah, his performance yesterday because I thought for the most part he, he did well, um, and and I'm praising him. I'm giving him praise. I'm being yeah. nice. But but sh- but surely what you're pointing out is that he's not an all-round superb striker. And I mean, other than Jordan Hugill, there well, are yeah, that's exactly many, what I'm pointing out in this league. That's exactly what I'm pointing out by saying he's got his limits. Yeah, of course, of course. But, I mean, every striker has its has their strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, um, of course they do. But I, I the think... point, sorry, right, I'll start again. The point I'm trying to make is that the way that we've played the majority of this season is a lot of pace and a lot of mobility up top. And like you said, Ollie, we were getting the ball out wide and crossing it into him yesterday. 
but there was times where we played some good stuff um, and if we'd have had someone like Maguire or Barkhazen up top mm. their style of play I feel would have been at times yesterday better suited than when we've had Jaden up there like I said I'm not knocking yeah, but what, what, yesterday. yeah all I'd say is yesterday oh, I think there was just a clear game plan to get it wide and cross to the big man yesterday so, obviously, if you're crossing it to Maguire, it's not going to have as much joy as crossing to Stockley. So, it's give and take in it with how you set up. Yeah, yeah true. So, I, I just when the game plan... How, how we played the majority of this season. Yeah. Yesterday was... those up top, we would have obviously played to their strengths. Yeah, but yesterday was a game to... Because they were so deep, it wasn't a game for rotational movement in, in behind, really, yesterday. So, obviously, it's a bit like Sheffield Wednesday game. Played a similar style, Sheffield Wednesday. They didn't press us. There was no real spaces to run into. It's more a case of us crossing it into the box. Like, obviously, not as easy on the eye to watch. But, um, like, for, I, th- I think against Derby, we'll go with more mobility again. Because it's just, like, certain games, certain players. But uh, you know what you're going to get with Stockley now. He's, uh-huh. he won, he's winning more in the air than he did at the start of the season. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, Brown played really close to him yesterday. He won 63% of his uh, duels yesterday. Yeah. I thought, I, compared to earlier on in the season, that's good going. Very good, yeah. yeah. I thought I thought he did okay. Um, I just... Mm. Obviously, it was his first goal, which is good to get off the mark, so... Yeah, I thought he was fine. And, and I mean, people may talk about penalties, but I think if um, if Alan Brown hadn't been at the back post to score his goal, I think Stockley would have won us another penalty as well. Yeah. Do you think nailed, nailed on penalty, weren't it? Yeah, that was a nailed on penalty. Yeah. Two two hands firmly in the small of his back. Uh, yeah. And that goal came from getting it wide, crossing into the box, which was the clear game plan. So yeah. different types of crosses though to normally when we play mobility. So. It's a ve- it's a very good move that actually I like the mm. second goal. Yeah, did you notice Brown's late run as well? Started on the left, yeah. and then uh, Stockley occupied the fullback. Brown getting behind free spare man. That's that has been worked on the training ground this week. Left footed volley. So, yeah. Bosh. Yeah. Left footed. I'm sure it was. Yeah. No, no. Right. Right footed. Right footed on was the it? Step. Stuck it awkwardly on his right foot. Yeah. Yeah. God damn, my memory's awful. Yeah, but yeah, there will be games like that for Stockley. I won't say there'll be too many away games like that, but there'll be a couple of Deepdale. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the longer we we stay up there, more teams will be likely to come and try and stifle us. Yeah, which is what we said pretty much. We said there'll be games for Stockley. Um, But I just don't see where there's going to be a game like an ideal game for Nugent. Because (laughs) if I'm going to play Nugent... Strap in, Dan, we're going... No, all I'm going to say is if I'm going to play Nugent up front, I'd rather play Barky up front. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm so, with you. I thought still, when he came on yesterday, he didn't affect the game whatsoever. Yeah. That was just a general point that we still need to sign a striker, even if Stockley's had a couple of good games. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. there's no doubt about that. Oh, yeah, Stockley's, and, not, the, Stockley's not the answer. He's just an answer in certain situations. Yeah. Um, and I also saw someone well, say... He's not the answer, he's an answer. Yeah, I also saw someone say that he's much better than Jordan Hugel ever was. I'd just like to remind that person that Hugel's on seven goals this season in the league. Yeah. So, Hugel's uh, super. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, but 
obviously <laughs> off off the mark, and hopefully he gets a few more. Because, yeah. but yeah, but uh, another um, another point is that with Brown scoring yesterday, Stockley scoring, I think we've now had maybe ten or eleven goal scorers. I was gonna say, have we? Are we? We're either up, up there, or we are the team with the most different goal yeah. scorers. We've definitely got the most. It seems like we're the team with the most everything in terms of goals. Which is nothing. nothing definitely wrong. got the most. Well, Alex Nielsen, uh, obviously, first, didn't he? Um, that he tried it last season to make us a bit more expansive and it, it just didn't work. And he had mm. to... Um, we did, we, in, in fairness, we did have quite a, a widespread of goal scorers last year. Yeah, but obviously in terms of final results, it didn't work. It was... Uh, it, he had to, and he said he had to rejig it. And then... Um, he said that we've worked on something a little bit different today. Um, eh, not today. We've worked on something a little bit different this season. And obviously it's paying dividends for us now. Yeah, the main issue last season was the fullbacks, the depth of the fullbacks. Yeah. They didn't have the cover, cover uh, and Bauer as well. Um, but yeah, I think obviously Rafferty scored, Bauer scored, Pearson, Galley, DJ, Brown, Harrop, Stockley, Barkey. Bowden, Maguire. Maguire. So literally every attacking player or midfielder has scored, I think. Sam Nugent. Yeah. Uh, the mascot won't score this season. But um <laughs> So yeah, basically I don't know if Ben Ben Davis I regret, hasn't I regret scored. mentioning it. Has Ben Davis scored this season? Don't think he has. No, I don't think he has. I he's, think only, he's, only, he's only ever scored he's only ever scored two goals for us. I mean yeah. he's, he gets, he's never scored for us, you know. No, Fish has no. never scored. Only ever scored one goal in his career, I think. Has he? Yeah, which was on loan in Scotland. Good, yeah. Which was a cross. But yeah, scoring, spreading the goals around. So we don't really need, like, we don't need to go and sign a proven goal scorer. We need to go and sign someone with mobility. Yeah. Who's going to fit into how we want to play. Yeah, so obviously, international break now. We get a week off. Well, I say we get a week off. We get a week off recording a podcast. There's still going to be. Plenty of content going out. Neil Mellor next Friday, or this Friday, sorry. Um, I'm doing a piece for Playmaker again. Uh, and then anything else that you boys have got up your sleeves? I'm going to take the time to reflect on the first 16 games. Yeah, I was going to say, um, weren't, didn't, weren't you planning a piece for the international break? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're, so we've still got, still got stuff coming out, but we get a week off recording the pod, which means if you boys want to go out next Saturday and get smashed... Spend all day in bed on Sunday, then. That's what I do every weekend. Feel free. Um, Yeah, so obviously, is it Derby away on the Saturday, then Hull away on the Tuesday? Mm -hmm. And then then, uh, uh, West Brom on Monday night. Top of the table clash, as it stands at the moment, on the the Monday night. On the countdown to Christmas. That's three games in nine days. Yeah, I think, obviously, people will look at the league. Yeah. People look at the league position. I think Derby might be 16th, yeah, but they've won the last. Yeah, they've won the last four home games, and they drew the one before that. So always, always a hard place to go, Pride Park. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. We never, never tend to do well there. They're shocking away from home, but they're good at home. So it'll be um, Chris Martin always scores against us as well, and he's back in the uh, starting eleven. Only time, yeah. only time I remember, remember us getting anything there was when Barkhausen had just signed and was starting his goal scoring spree when he scored a 96 minute yeah. equaliser. I was there for that. that. I was there. The last time I remember us getting anything at Pride Park was in the playoffs. 
obviously always a tough game going there, but um, there's never a better time than when you're in the form that we are. So. Oh, yeah, exactly. And then, backers against any team, to be honest, at the minute. Even yeah. watching West Brom last Monday against Stoke, watching them thinking they don't really look like... They don't worry me, if you will. Yeah, I didn't see the game. I've not seen them play, to be fair, this, but um, got some very good players. Yeah, they have. Don't get me wrong. They're, they've got some talented players, <clears> and Village <throat> is doing a good job. Um, so, do, so does every team, don't they? Even Derby. But, Derby have got some very good players. Considering how bad Stoke have been of late, the the game that they played that I saw against them, yeah, they didn't really. What are you pulling your mush at? Well, I just think more respect needs to be put on Nathan Jones's name. <laughs> I didn't mention Nathan Jones. Right. But, uh, yeah, and then obviously going to... Yeah, exactly, Dan. Going, going to a Hull on a Tuesday night is never pretty, is it? No. I haven't been there on a Tuesday night. time is never pretty. Never mind on a Tuesday night. Yeah. It was a Tuesday night a couple of years ago when we beat them 2-1 at theirs, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, Ro- Robinson scored late on, didn't he? Yeah, Daryl Horgan with the superb cross. Came on Darryl as a Horgan. sub. Yeah. Barca- I wonder how he's doing now. Is he still um, at Yeah. I'm sure um, Bill scored against Hull away last season as well. Oh, no, maybe that was Forest. It was at Forest, yeah. We beat him 3-0. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking. And that was the, that was the season before last. Yeah, season before last. It was, it was Bodin's debut, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Louis Malt scored last season at Forest, 1-0. Yes, yeah, that was the one. That was the one. Um, but, yeah. I think Grant McCann's got them playing quite well. Yeah, he's 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 done a good job. They had a bit of an iffy start, but they've certainly um, improved of late. Obviously, already played them in in the cup this season. We absolutely played them off the park in the first half, and then they absolutely played us off the park in the second half. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so that's obviously two, not not the toughest away games, but still two tough away games in in a short space of time. Yeah. Uh, would you take? Would well, obviously, you'd be delighted with four points from them two, wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So then, four points from them two, and then you go into the West Brom game and have big games like that under the lights at Deepdale. We've said it before. Get mm. get Deepdale rocking. Get get loads of people on, and and anything can happen. I think it sounds we, I strange, think... but I think. Sorry, Sorry, Dan. I think I was just going to say. I think playing on a on a under the lights gives us a, a bit a bit more. So I'm glad it's on a on a midweek. I th- I like think, the Leeds game. Yeah. I think we can beat West Brom, but I'd definitely take a point. It's important not to lose that. I think I don't I I don't want to sound like too negative, but I just think it's important we don't. No, lose I, know, I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, I think I, just I, I think I, I get I get what you're saying, Dan. I think you know I don't, like, I don't, mean, I don't think it's vitally important in the grand old scheme of things, but like yeah. I think it was a, if it was a playoff game at Deepdale, I said it's vitally important not to lose, but not in the league. That like, <laughs> I just go for it, me against West Brom. Teams well, don't said, like it. Teams don't like, like it when we go for it. Just yeah, like, like I said, I, I, I think I think we can beat them. But hundred percent, we can beat them. I don't know who has actually beaten them in the league. They've only lost one game. We can beat any team in this league. Yeah, so can anyone. Reading beat us. We beat Forest. Oh no, we drew with Forest. If we beat, that's good. Should have beaten Leeds. Yeah, should have beaten Leeds. Obviously, beaten Norwich when they went up. So, Cardiff when they went up, Huddersfield yeah. when they went up. Yeah. All three anyway, of them games were. Um, Brighton when they went up. Brighton as well. Brighton as well when they went yeah. up. 
Brighton the season they went up, we uh, didn't lose to them that season. So yeah. yeah. 95th, 95th minute equaliser from Simon Mackinock. Thank you very much. Big Mark. <laughs> as long as we end that week with in a similar position to what we started, then you'd be happy, wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely you would. Uh, and on, on that first Saturday back, there's a few teams at the edge of the playoffs playing against each other as well. When we play Derby? Yeah. So that could be another... What Start is it, to see is pack it, break is it, away, yeah, so to speak. Yeah, that, that's what I'm getting at, I think. So, is it six points now? Uh, I think so. Let me have a look. One sec. Five, five or six points, I think. West Brom, 33. Preston, 31. Leeds, 31. Swansea, 29. Forest, 28. Bristol City, 28. That's down to sixth. Fulham in seventh, 26. Yeah, so five points. Uh, Wednesday in eighth, 25. Brentford in ninth, 24. QPR in tenth, 24. And then you're at 22. Yeah. So... So it's starting to take a little bit of shape. Yeah. So from, yeah us just, to, um, from us to six, that... there's four... Oh, no, there's only three points. Sorry, scrap that. How did Bristol City yeah. Cardiff go today? Bristol City won. Bristol City won. Mm. So, yeah, so yeah, basically, so... we were just... Just try and keep that or maintain that gap. Yeah, um, top top six is pulling away a little bit. And it'd I know be top a... two points between sixth and seventh, but it, yeah. Yeah, I suppose if you said top seven's pulling away from um, eight. There's been below. a few like uh, Blackburn. Blackburn game was a big statement when we came from two down, and then obviously winning away at Charlton as comfortably as we did was another bit of a statement. So then I think if you go to Derby and win. Where we don't really win, do we? And they've obviously won four in a row at home. Yeah. Then you start. People start taking us. Well, people are already starting to take us serious, but mm. that'd be another like big. Well, that that result. after those next three games, that put us on nineteen games. So it's a fair chunk of the season gone there. Yeah. I, I, yeah. After this weekend, it's a third of the season down. I think. Yeah, more than a yeah. third now. Yeah. So yeah, it's um, it's it's a big what nine days that, yeah, ten days whatever it is. Yeah. Hopefully, you should have a few players back as well. Obviously, Pearson come back. Yeah, I few... think Alex Neal said, hasn't it, today or yesterday that I think he, he said the international breaks come at the right time for some of his players. Yeah, the Obviously... only concern is we're always absolutely terrible normally after the international breaks. I was, so... I was about to say we won't address that. <laughs> Well, obviously the I'd Reading like, game. I'd like to think that after the Reading game, the players would want to prove a point more than anything. Oh. Yeah. Um, Just have to see with that one. Yeah, it's a tough one. Always yeah. is for us. But yeah, I think maybe. Um... Josh Harrop might might just be about ready to come back. I was going to say we've not seen Harrop for the best part of three weeks now. Yeah. Um, so Harrop is back loading. Too bad. Yeah, Bowden's obviously available again. Yeah. Um, and then you'd hope DJ will be okay. Yeah. Absolutely. So, should be pretty much full strength full strength by then, apart from Tom Clark and Louis Malt. Just the two long-term absentees. Yeah. So, we'll be looking in good shape. <clears throat> yeah. Just get through to January, stay in touch and strengthen and go again for the second half of the season. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I think just like we've had a strong second half to the pod, um, 
Yeah, cheers, boys. Much appreciated. And uh, thank you to you, listener, for listening to episode 22 of the From the Finney podcast. Yeah, you can find us on all social media platforms. We're on the majority of podcast streaming platforms. Um, as I mentioned earlier on in the pod, there's no podcast from us of the international break, but episode three of From the Finney Meets with Neil Mellor will be out on Friday, so stay tuned for that. And if you want to get in touch with us about anything, if you want to come on the pod or write a piece of content, um, slide into our Twitter DMs or Facebook DMs, or just email us from the finney at gmail.com and we can try and sort something out. Um, but yeah, finally, boys, thank you very much. Thank you very much, boys. Enjoyable. A pleasure, as always. Nice one. Spend my Sunday evenings with you two instead of my missus. Um, yeah, cool. Cheers, boys. Thanks. Nice one. A bit loud, a bit. Yeah.